voice from across the room, and it's it's like Elliot, Elliot, what? Oh, oh, then I go up and I look for the noise. <laughs> so Frey's like hiding behind a door, and he's like, "Is he? Is he gone? Yes! What the fuck? Oh, thank God!" <laughs> Talgan's like, "So you definitely fucked, right?" I like look at Talgan, and I turn white again, and I flee the room, <laughs> dragging Elliot with me. I just. I'm so confused of, like, eating my soup. Like, what happened? I'm so lost. What is going on? Elliot, I'm, like, dragging you down the hallway. Um, and I find, like, I don't know, like, the kitchen or something like that and shove you in it. And I'm, like... The kitchen's too close. <laughs> it's like a closet. Something, something yeah. metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. You're good at, you're good at like, manners, right? Yeah. I, I need your help. What did you do? I... Was Talgan right? <laughs> I turned bright red. <laughs> oh my god! Shut up about it. Jesus, shut, shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> it's nothing. It wasn't a bit thing. There was just like some fire and a lot of drinking and more fire. And it was just, um... You probably, like, Elian's a Shemlin, so you probably need to explain what an Arlethen is to him. Oh. <laughs> I guess that you're probably like staring at me in confusion. And I'm yeah. Like, Every couple of years... There's a gathering, and we all, you know, meet up with all the other Dalish clans, and, you know, a couple of years ago, when I was much younger, uh-huh. <laughs> I went to the Arlathan, and I got very drunk. Uh-huh. I must have- I met Lannan, and then one thing led to another, and there was drinking- And you didn't share names? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Orlesian has never fucked somebody and not known their name before. (laughs) Spicy take. I find that very improbable. (laughs) Hey, just because I've done it doesn't mean I don't act offended. Just saying. It's possible he even said his name. I was just very drunk. It was a very wild night, okay? Things get crazy. So what exactly do you need my help with? I don't know how to be in the same room. (laughs) How do you... (laughs) What am I supposed to do? I just insulted him. Normally I don't worry whenever I insult people, but now I'm worried. Do do you still like him? Is that what this is about? I, it's not. I, what? What? Why would you even ask that? I don't even know why you would ask that question. It's not it's irrelevant. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I've never had this exact situation before, so that's a little tricky. I'm, like, looking at you pleadingly. Like, I'm pretty- Like, I was like, somebody has to know how to handle the situation. It's you, right? You've surely had a one-night stand with someone before. <laughs> I mean, yes! But have I insulted said one-night stand after ten years? No. Abruptly, the closet door opens and Fenris is staring at both of you. Oh, God. <laughs> He's looking between the two of you and then he says, Hand me that cloak. I handed the cloak. Thanks. He closes the door and leaves. <laughs> I look back despairingly at Elian and I'm like, how much did you think he heard? <laughs> um, who knows? We didn't exactly pick the best hiding spot. I just like cover my face in my hands. Elian is trying so hard not to be laughing. It's just not working. Okay, I think we can probably get through this. He seemed pretty mortified too when he realized what had happened but i think oh god we'll probably be okay i should just pretend it never happened right no i was gonna say maybe talk to him 
Oh no, I turned white again. No, I'm not, Elian. I don't. You might not have noticed this, but I'm not good at talking to people. Really? <laughs> okay. Find another way to break the ice. Maybe have another drink. No, I swore off drinking. <laughs> this is the reason he swore. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Hmm. I'll have to think on it. But running away probably not the best tactic. You're gonna have to talk to him eventually, if only because we're going on a mission. I'm just, like, staring at you in horror, like, I just thought this would be- I thought you would know what to do! I mean, I, I would just probably talk to him, or, you know, and I just kind of make a gesture, but it's dark. I look, like, exasperated, and I'm just like, okay, I'm just saying, if you see him coming around, you can just give me- just tug on your earlobe, like this, like twice, just let me know, okay? No! He doesn't hear- I think at this point he doesn't hear you. He's like, we're like, pushed you out of the closet and like, walking down the hallway. And he's just like, you and me, buddy, we're in this together, right? You're a child! I give him a thumbs up and like, walk away, like, checking the corridors nervously every time I walk down to a new one. <laughs> Uh, everyone is getting settled into the Pavis estate. You guys are getting really, you're getting along really, really well uh, with the Chargers. And it's a little before noon and they're like knee deep into this story about that one time that they had to slog out through the backwoods of Ferelden to kill a dragon. Uh, and Mayveris pokes her head into the room and she says, uh, Dears, now might be a good time to go and back to my estate to get that instrument, darling. You said you wanted an instrument? Oh, yes, please. I think Elian just hops up out of the seat and apologizes to the group for, you know, abandoning them and just goes over to their, her side. Would the rest of you like to come, dears? I just, like, get up. <laughs> like, yes, I'll go wherever you want me to, May. <laughs> right. I just don't even say anything to the charges of, like, fuck y'all. <laughs> this sounds like my idea of hell. I will be staying here. We can leave you here with Lannan. It's okay, Sabre. I blitz and I get up immediately. <laughs> I would like to come with you. Will Lannan be there? Lannan won't be there, right? <laughs> we could always invite him. Nope. <laughs> uh, my Vera says, okay, well, let's go then, shall we? Uh, and she puts on this big floppy sun hat and she makes her way outside. <laughs> Adorable. I just can't stop thinking of her as like a 1920s, like, oh, so cute. Like Audrey Hepburn sort of giant hat. Yes, that is exactly the aesthetic I'm going for. Thank you for noticing. Perfect. Oh, it's so good. It's such a nice day that she decides to forego the carriage entirely and just walk across Minrath. I said it'll only take like about an hour. Um, and it's such a beautiful day. Uh, and are you talking about anything in particular on the way over? Do you want someone else's opinion on what to do about Landon situa the Landon situation, Sabre? I mean, I don't, like, La like Sabre doesn't, like, Amber does. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, look between the two of you and was like, so... Talgan was right. <laughs> oh, Talgan was right. I elbow you very hard, Elliot. I told you that in confidence. Mayveris is like, darling, it's not a big secret. Like, you realize that, right? We all knew. I stare. I didn't know. <laughs> but you were involved. How? <laughs> <laughs> I turned to Cassandra through my hands and I was very drunk. Honestly, what could possibly be so awkward about it? It's just sex, darling. It wasn't bad, was it? I mean, there was fire. 
Uh, Mayveris is the uh, Mayver- actually Cassandra. You probably probably chuckle at that a little bit too. Uh, like- Mayveris bursts into laughter. Uh, as mages, you and Mayveris both know that the only reason uh, a mage would accidentally set something on fire during sex is if they were having a really really good time. Right. It's like oops. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're eight years old it's acceptable to lose control of your magic like that but not when you're 20 <laughs> when you're 20 it's embarrassing hmm, apparently it wasn't that bad i'm just staring at y'all because like i don't know what the hell that means they various like pats you on the bags like well done darling no wonder he was such a mess I'm staring in utter horrified bewilderment at every single member of this party. <laughs> I don't know what that means either, but- You don't understand. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and a lot of bad things have happened to me. Oh no, on the contrary, dear, I think I understand quite a bit better than you do. You do? Oh yes. Could you explain it to me? Well, let me put it this way. If he accidentally set something on fire, that means he very much enjoyed the time with you. I think I'm just like staring, like- <laughs> Like, there's, like, a pensive look on my face. It's like, it's okay. She pats you on the head. You're not a mage. You don't have to understand. I think uh, Sabrina just sort of falls silent for the remainder of the walk. He's just sort of, like, sitting there thinking. So you eventually do get to the Tailani estate. Uh, the Tailani estate uh, is quite a bit different from Dorian's. It's um, where Dorian's house is built uh, sort of... Uh, low and sprawling uh Mayveris is is like a townhouse like a row house style uh it's beautiful it's got these uh very pale almost white sandstone walls and all of the windows in the front are stained glass Ooh. uh and she heads up to the front door and she turns a large key and she unlocks it and she says now i probably should warn you before we go in uh the reason i'm never at my estate is because i've somewhat repurposed it uh and as you all follow her inside you go down a corridor and then into this big sitting room, or at least it was a sitting room at one point, but now all the furniture has been cleared out and in their place have been are rows and rows of uh, cots, like medical cots, each one portioned off with white curtains. Uh, and there are teams of healers attending to people with various injuries. Most of the people they're attending to are elves. And she says, don't pay them any mind. They're perfectly fine here. Uh, the upstairs is where we need to go. Yeah, I definitely look around like, this is what you use your house for? Mm-hmm. There aren't very many uh, healers, you understand, that cater to slaves and the poor, so I decided to turn my home into one that could accommodate them. They have to come in through the back, otherwise the neighbors would complain endlessly, but we make it work. Uh, she heads to the sitting room and up a flight of stairs. I'm, like, staring at her with hard eyes. <laughs> like, oh no, I very much am in love right now. She says, I stop by here on occasion. I am, of course, a spirit healer of some talent. It's a rare specialization in mages and very useful with severe wounds. I haven't had as much time to come back here as I'd like, though. Uh, She opens up one of the bedrooms at the end of the hallway uh, and her shoulders slump a little bit. And she says, well, darling, um, this was his music room. You can go ahead through, take whatever you like. Uh, and Elian, this is like, you You feel like a kid in a candy shop because <laughs> you walk into this bedroom and there's instruments everywhere. There's a fucking organ that's uh-huh. built into this house. Uh-huh. There is every kind of instrument under the sun. There's like 10 different kinds of lutes. And yes, there are dulcimers. There are drums and flutes and pipes of all different kinds, um, all different styles. Uh, and Mayveris sort of steps aside and just lets you pass. She looks like she doesn't want to go in. I think before I 
go in. I just kind of squeeze her hand and say thank you again. She puts on a brave face. She says, oh, don't mention it, darling. It's perfectly all right. I'm sure he'd, he'd prefer to see them used. I'll definitely treat it with respect. She smiles very tightly and doesn't say anything. I just squeeze her hand again and slip inside. So what do you want to take? Any Pretty much any instrument you want you can take from this room. Oh, God. Oh, nice. There's also reams and reams of blank sheet music if you want to take that. Ooh. And Maveris is sort of watching. She's watching you for a while go through the stuff. And then eventually she takes a deep breath and sort of turns her head away and leans against the outer wall instead and looks away. I sort of look at her like, are you all right? Oh, it's... There are other reasons I turned this place into a hospice. Let's just put it that way. Is there... I sort of like flounder and like look at Elian with his back turned like, look at this! Like all excited. <laughs> like a memory attached? Oh, this house is nothing but memories, my darling. This is the house I shared with my my late husband, Thorold Tethras. Ah, uh, I see. He died a few years ago, and it's been... Well, some days are harder than others. But I have Dorian, and I have the Lucerne to keep my attention. I've been managing. I think he would be proud of me that I have turned our home into a hospice for the poor. He was very kind. He was a lot like you in that way. Gentle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something, but then I sort of just flounder and just, like blush like oh and then like after i get my bearings like it is very noble of you to use this house and i don't know anything of your late husband but i do feel like he would be proud it was being used this way she smiles and she says i think thorold would have liked you and she like pats your cheek Oh, precious. <laughs> uh, so what instruments do you end up taking, uh, Elian? Well, um, so I was thinking I'd probably like to take a uh, harp over with me, I think, just to... Hopefully not like a full harp. <laughs> well, I was going to say one to leave at the Pavis estate. Um... <laughs> hey, guess what, Sabre? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> you're the you're the one with the highest strength score. You're the designated pack mule oh, for God, the giant. I'm gonna be fuck. carrying a giant. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It only makes sense. I'm the only elf here, so. Oh. Oh but you're no. You're also the strongest, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all need some slave labor. I know who you. Anyway. Oh, oh boy. Oh God. I'm rethinking <laughs> my choice. <laughs> and Mayveris is like, we all see through your transparent guilt tripping. Get the fucking harp. <laughs> I glare at her, but I get the fucking <laughs> And I think um, he also takes a vial and a mountain dulcimer. Excellent. Uh, so as you are getting things ready and as Sabrina is carrying the massive harp <laughs> down the stairs, uh, May is checking in with what you think is like the chief healer that she leaves in charge and is making sure, do you need any more supplies? Is there anything I can get for you uh, next time I'm out of the market? Just getting a little update. And then they nod and they part ways and Mayveris smiles and waves at the uh, nurses assembled uh, and she heads out. Uh, she locks the door behind her and she steps back out onto the street with, <laughs> and just <laughs> smiles beatifically at Sabre, who, how are you doing with that giant harp, Sabre? 
cranky. <laughs> you can do it. You're fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not the biggest harp that was in the room. Oh, thanks. That's a big relief. <laughs> Could have given you more to put on your back, beast of burden. <laughs> Uh, so as you are all, like, ribbing each other good-naturedly about the fucking harp, um, <laughs> you are approached out of the shadows very abruptly. Oh, don't like that. It's kind of mystifying that you managed to not see him until he wanted to be seen. Uh, he is about seven and a half feet tall with two massive horns sweeping back over his head. Uh, it is a kunari, and he stops in front of you, Cassandra. Oh, jeez. And you've, I imagine you feel that initial thrum of terror, like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, it's Arvarad, yeah. it's Arvarad, but it's not Arvarad. Uh, it's a different Kunari, and he wordlessly hands you a, a sealed missive, and he says, the Arishok requests your presence. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> so, Cassandra, the Arishok doesn't request shit. Nope. He sure don't. If the Arishok wants something, he gets it. The fact that someone is coming to you saying he requests your presence is very strange. Either he's lying or something fishy's going on. Yeah, that that wording, like, I reach out, like, to take the sealed thing, the note, and, like, requests? Yes. It's just, like, so, like, so mind-boggling. I'm just so confused, like... Okay, and I guess I should break the seal and look what's look at it. <laughs> the Kunari, before you even have any time, just turns and leaves. You have the missive, and he's gone. You break the seal, and the note reads as follows. Your presence is requested in the Imperial Senate, and then it is signed, the Arishok. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about as brief as I would expect Maverius is still, like, recovering. Like, she was about to, like, throw hands. Like, she was about to <laughs> yeah. set that guy on fire. She's like, oh, God. <laughs> She's like, what the? What was that? Are you okay, darling? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm, like, holding, like, after I broke the seal, like, my hands are shaking. Like, well, he did see me. Knows that I'm here. And I'm more surprised that... I wasn't just forcefully brought to him. Yes, that does strike me as a little bit odd. Request is not a thing the Arishok does. She says, no, not in my experience either. Yeah, like, this is highly unusual, Cassandra. And you would know this much better than Mayveris. Like, the Arishok is not, not just the Arishok, but the nature of the Kyun makes everything very deliberate and very literal. So when he says he is requesting your presence, the only way you can interpret that is that's what he literally means. He is requesting your presence. Well, I suppose we should get the instruments back first. She says, you know, darling, if you don't want to, we don't have to. And I look around, I'm like, I don't want to. She says, then we don't have to. Okay. I will try not to panic thinking about refusing the Arishok. She says, okay, let's just let's just head back to the estate, shall we? Yeah, okay. Sounds good. She's rubbing your back the whole way, the whole return trip to the Pavis estate. And Sabre, like, 
I imagine it's like a conflict, right? Like on the one hand, I can't do this, and I don't want to. I don't want them to know that it's really getting heavy now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm definitely, I definitely am struggling, but I'm doing everything I can to hide it because I'm very <laughs> strong. <laughs> he carries it last way. He doesn't say anything, but you can see sweat just like pouring down his face. <laughs> and as soon as we get to the front part of the door, I like drop it <laughs> and just leave. The verse is like, ah, oh, men. <laughs> uh, so you have not seen Zevran since you got back uh, from the Imperial Highway uh, from outside Virantium. And you're searching around for him every while. Like, the, the, the Chargers are regaling everyone with another hilarious story. Something about, like, talking trees. You're not 100% sure what they're talking about. Um... But you leave before that story begins, and you hunt around a little while for Zevran, and you eventually find him. He's in the wine cellar. I figured. He's drunk as a skunk. I think I brought, like, a lot of water, because I kind of expected this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let me- I'll paint you a picture. So the wine cellar has- it's- one wall is completely dominated by the racks, and the racks are, like, three quarters full, like, they've got room to grow. Um, and there's not a whole lot else in the wine cellar. Like, there's a couple barrels, uh, and that's it. And, like, Zevran is on the floor slumped against the barrel, uh, drinking what is surely an outrageously expensive bottle of something. Jeez. I think I just sort of walked out and walked in and plunked down beside him. He offers you the bottle. I take it, and then I offer him my water. (laughs) He eyes it for a minute, and then he's like, he shrugs, (laughs) and then he takes a large swig of it. (laughs) <laughs> I watch I just set the bottle of alcohol down beside me and kind of behind me like away <laughs> <laughs> look at you being the responsible friend what's this side of Sabre we're seeing right now I know and I look at him and I say it's been a rough couple of nights yup you seem you seem incredibly drunk yup you should drink some more water he takes another swig of water, sort of half-heartedly. I've been... I've been meaning to talk to you. Although, to be honest, I've been avoiding this conversation. He doesn't say anything, he just lets you continue. I sort of, like... I, like You can tell he's been, like, he was like hoping that somebody would take it over, and so he sits in sort of awkward silence, and then... It doesn't need to be now, but... You're the one who knew him the best. And... And I'd like to have... That part of him, even if it's just through stories. Severin says, you know he's interred in Weishaupt Fortress, right? No. That's where they took his body. I remember before the Battle of Denaran, he begged me, begged me, to have his body brought back to his clan if anything should happen to him. And then before I could even file the request, they just took him away to Weishaupt. You can see Zebra's like hands tighten at his sides, and he goes, "Those fucking shit." Zevran is sort of spinning the large, like you brought a, you filled up a decanter with water because you need. He's going to need a lot of water if he wants to help combat this hangover that's coming. <laughs> and he's sort of rolling the bottle between his fingers, and he says, "And ever since it's been made clear that we're going to have to go to Weishaupt, for the life of me, I haven't been able to decide if I want to go or if I never want to set foot in that place." I don't know if this means anything, but it would mean a lot to me if you came. He doesn't say anything. 
it seems like it's real. He's really having. He's on the struggle bus with this. He's genuinely not sure if he can stomach seeing his uh, his crypt. That's fair. He says, "I suppose I still have a few hours to think it over, decide if I can handle it emotionally, physically." He says. Whatever decision I come to, just promise me you'll respect it, yes? I nod. And that includes if I don't think I can? Of course. He nods. You wanted to hear a story, yeah? He takes another sip of water. I did. Good or bad? Is it a night for a bad story? Seems like we don't have anything else but that around here. He says, there were good stories. They were few and far between when we fought the Blight, but there were some that were good. How about a good story, then? If you want, I can start off with one of mine. He says, by all means. I think I tell him about the... Uh, there's like a dumb story about when we were kids and we were out hunting and, you know, Red did something stupid. <laughs> like, got his like foot cut, caught in a snare or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds exactly like Ren. <laughs> like, he's, he's he gets so preoccupied on the hunt, like, oh, the, the tracks go this way, that he doesn't even fucking notice that he steps in his own trap. <laughs> 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 that is exactly the kind of dumbass energy that Ren Sabray brings to the table. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I think I'm telling this story, and as a, like I get to the end, I'm just laughing, because I think I, I was with him for part of it, and I, or I found him, maybe, as a, he didn't come back in the woods. I find him with his foot stuck in the trap, just like swearing as the wolves are like circling in on him. <laughs> it's just the best. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> just seeing his stupid face. I'm like crying. I'm like, you just see his stupid fucking face with his foot stuck in the trap. <laughs> he's lost his shoe. He's got one hand as the spear and he's trying to like bat away. Oh my god, you should have been there. Oh, it was so good. You should have seen his smug fucking face. <laughs> Uh, Severin is laughing a little bit too. Like, there's obviously like an undercurrent of, of real sadness there. But he says, "Yeah, that does sound like him." He was always so intent. He says, "Now, the 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 one good story that I have, I'm not entirely sure that it's appropriate when the audience for this story is you." <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I can tell it if you wish. I'm having trouble coming up with any other better stories. Like I said, the blight was absolutely horrible. And most of the stories are very dark. But if you're feeling very brave, I could tell you about Isabella. Okay, well, if you can just keep it to PG-13, we should be fine. <laughs> so, you know, your brother, he, he specialized with a bow, yes? Yes. Very good marksman. Good from a distance. We were in Denerim, uh, right, before the, uh, right before the council meeting that would decide the next king of Ferelden. Uh, and it just so happened we ran into an old acquaintance of mine, Isabella. She's a ship's captain from Ravain. A wonderful woman. Long, dark hair, legs that keep going for miles. Of course, we've slept together many times. We keep meeting like this. I keep, you know, ruining relationships with her. It's, it's, an, it's an ongoing thing. <laughs> now, she is an expert duelist. Good in hand-to-hand combat. And for weeks... Uh, Ren had been talking about how he wanted to get better at hand-to-hand combat because, you know, from a distance he's very deadly, but if something gets close to him, it can be a bad situation. So he sees Isabella taking on these three ruffians in the middle of the Pearl, which, if you don't know, that's the whorehouse in Denerim. 
She dispatches all three of them very quickly. And he is so impressed that he just wanders right up to her and says, Can you teach me how to do that? (laughs) And she says, Well, perhaps for the right price. And Ren, being, you know, extremely literal and a bit of a dumbass, uh, says, I'm not sure if I have enough coin. He's like trying to emulate his accent. Not sure if I have enough coin for you to impart these skills onto me. And she says, well, then why don't you think of another way to repay me? Long story short, we all fucked on her boat. Along and I was 100% for it, and then I'm just like, we get to the end, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, what kind of story is this? Uh, anyway, she must have liked something about it because she did indeed teach him how to do hand to hand combat. It got a lot better after that. I'm just staring in horror. I suppose I take a drink for the bottle. I suppose you did warn me. <laughs> Good to hear that at least you got slightly better at, uh, melee range nonsense he was always shit at it oh yes you should have seen him the first few weeks he was an absolute disaster (laughs) he could shoot five genlocks with five arrows from 50 Mm. feet away but the minute a genlock got within 15 feet of him he would be lucky if he was conscious at the end of that fight I'm like laughing ruefully I think it's just like bringing back memories of (laughs) because that had to have always been the case Uh, the conversation fades out he says Listen, there will probably be better choices than me to take to Weishaupt, yes? Dorian and Maveris, they're magisters of the Imperium, and they have more political pull than I do. He says, use your best judgment in deciding who you want to take with you to Weishaupt. I'll follow your lead. If that means I have to end up seeing his grave, then that's what that means. I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, I wouldn't ask you to go through anything. Anything that you can't handle. Besides, Fenris's little squeeze is there, right? He's also a good option. I narrow my eyes. Oh boy. Yes, indeed. Consider all the factors. I'll go with you or stay here, whatever you decide. I promise to do so. And I like, I offer my hand up to like help him up. He is still extremely drunk, so he sways a little bit. Okay. I'm like, how about, how about we take you to bed? That sounds wonderful. Wait. Not like that. Not like that. <laughs> not like, not like, oh god. <laughs> you you look very similar to him. It would be very strange. Yeah, no, I don't want, okay. Oh, we don't have to talk about this. And I'm like, <laughs> hand over his shoulder, like, <laughs> guiding him up the stairs, being like, please, please don't. Please no. <laughs> Uh, so you are taking up a familiar position. Uh, you are almost finished embe- embellishing uh, your tunic. Almost. Not quite. It's mm-hmm. getting there. You've got some like fancy gems that you want to sew around the collar, shit like that, probably. Mm. But Leander has taken to watching you every night you do it. He, You don't exactly know what he gets out of it, because like, he is tranquil. He can't feel anything. But he seems to really just like the habit uh, so you were both sitting there. Even the charges have calmed down by now. Uh, most of them are unconscious. A couple <laughs> of them are still drinking, but they're drinking quietly by the big fireplace in the center of the in the center of the estate. Uh, you are in the sitting room. You're the closest to the front door, so you are the first to hear it when uh, someone knocks on the door. Uh, should I get that? I believe technically I should get it. I am 
technically the slave. If if you're sure. He says, it's no trouble. And he sighs and stands up and heads to the door. Do you follow him or do you stay there? You can you can kind of see him, but the angle's a little weird. Yeah, I think I set the things aside and I go over just in case, I don't know, somebody else is needed. Um, Leander, you know, smarts himself up a little bit. He'd been kind of sinking into the couch, so he has to like <laughs> make sure it all sits right. He pulls open the door and standing on the opposite side of the door is a toweringly tall gentleman um pale wizened skin uh very sharp um brown eyes and like a hawkish nose you know with the the slight with the bump in it and hair that slicked back against his head uh and leander's expression actually kind of twists a little bit more than you've ever seen it twist uh and the gentleman at the door uh he has two uh elven slaves behind him and his expression uh lights up with a very curious sort of recognition and he says well, I didn't expect to see you here, Leander. And Leander takes several steps back, and he's actually pulling his knives out of his belt. I think Elian just puts a puts a hand on his wrist. D- don't, don't let him, don't let him get close closer. He's a- his hands are actually shaking. Oh, 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 okay, I put myself between him and the guy at the door. The man says, "Easy now, easy, easy." If I were here to kill you, Leander, you'd already be dead. What exactly do you want, sir? It is late. He says, it's not that late. And if you must know, I'm here to offer a summons. Where is Leander's current owner? I can I can take a message to Magister Pavis. He says, I'm afraid that won't do. This is an official summons by the Magisterium. I need to see him in person. Leander is gripping your wrist. Don't, don't, don't leave. I won't. He's, I won't. He's... He, you've actually, he is terrified, but it's, it's strange to watch because it's so forcibly muted. Like, it, you only are aware of it because you know him very well now, uh, and you have seen what it looks like when there are emotions that are being suppressed by his tranquility. His hands are shaking, his pupils are dilated. If you didn't know any better, you'd think, He's, his body is having a panic attack, even as his mind is completely squelching the actual panic. Oh boy. Um, I, um, I think I turn to Leander and I say, I-, I won't leave. Do you want to go find Dorian? He uh, is breathing very hard. He says, I don't think I can. My legs. Okay, okay, okay. The the gentleman sort of invites himself in. He just steps over the threshold. He says, "Why so nervously, Ender?" Sir, if you'll wait right here, we'll we'll go get the magister for you. He says, "Hmm. Very well. Tell him not to delay." I can ask him not to. I don't tell him anything. He says, "Well, then perhaps I'll just take back my stolen property now, shall I?" Dorian. Uh that gets pretty much everyone in the house's attention. Um, all at the same time. Uh, the fir- Dorian is all the way upstairs. It's Mayveris who actually hears it first and is able to respond. Um, and who else wants to hear it? I'll leave this up to you, depending on what your characters were doing at the time. I think I was probably just coming back down the stairs from Severin, so I, def- I-, I hear it. And Elian sounds panicked. Uh, Mayveris is the first to throw open the door, and she immediately recognizes this guy. She says, 
Magister Ronin. What a surprise. Like, she doesn't want to say pleasant surprise, because this is not a pleasant surprise. Um, uh, but Ronan uh, sort of smiles slimily at Mayveris. He says, Magister Tailani. My goodness, it has been a while, hasn't it? He says, what are you doing here? I'm here to serve Dorian with a court summons. And he holds up an official, it's a, this big, huge, it's like a folio-sized piece of paper with a wax seal bearing the magisterium uh, signet. And he says, I'm taking him to court, you see. For stolen property? And he inclines his head at Leander. And Leander is still in the back, like, hyperventilating while his face is completely blank. I, I'm still holding his, holding his hand, he, you know, letting him hold mine. It's a vice grip. It's actually getting kind of painful the way how tightly he's holding your hand. Yeah, I'm going to have bruises. That's okay. Neveris says, I think you misunderstand the situation, Magister Ronin. He was not stolen. He escaped and was made liberati. And Ronin says, ah, yes, well, you see, I actually wanted to debate that on the floor of the magisterium, if you don't mind. He was only made liberati because of his, and he like eyes Leander, state. The state that he was in. Leander says, don't touch, don't, come, don't. Elian snarls at this guy. He is clearly tranquil. What are you talking about? There are bylaws in Tevinter society that allow a mage slave freedom if they can prove that they are a mage. However, a tranquil is not one of those official exceptions a tranquil is not considered a mage and therefore he should never have been made liberati in the first place isn't that right elian's brain doing the like wait 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 math if he is not a mage then he should never have been made liberati and if he never should have been made liberati then he never should have been re-enslaved therefore i put it to you that he should still be my property leander doesn't say anything and he says well I suppose we'll have to settle it on the floor of the Senate then, won't we? Dorian finally comes down the stairs. He's like half dressed. Yeah, Elian was about to call for him again. <laughs> He's got like a love bite. Like it's really obvious what the fuck was holding him up. <laughs> <laughs> His hair is disheveled and everything. And he says, what the hell is going? Oh, fuck. <laughs> and Ronan immediately slaps the court summons into Dorian's hand. And he says, I'll see you on the floor of the Magisterium in about three weeks, Dorian. He says, lovely to catch up. And he's about to turn and walk out the door, but he finally gives one last glance to Leander and he says, you know, the whole reason I made you the way you are, it was an act of mercy. You understand? Leander is still shaking. He says, you were always so defiant and I thought it was the best way for you to learn. After all, what was it I told you that first night after your ritual was completed? Trank will never say no. And then he leaves. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, I was gonna say, if if he didn't have a death grip on my wrist, I would have punched oh this god. asshole. Oh boy. Dorian uh, opens the court summons and he's reading through it hastily. And Leander, like, his knees give out from underneath him. And he collapses on the floor. Yeah, I, I drop down right next to him and just... It's not a hug, because I don't know that he would accept a hug, but I I, I put a hand on his shoulders. And... You, should, you shouldn't touch, you shouldn't touch me. Okay. And before he can even finish his sentence, something happens. 
he lets out this visceral scream and suddenly the entire room is flooded with ice. Like the the floor around you, the walls, the ceiling, they're all suddenly saturated with these fine crystalline uh, flecks. It's like snow has just exploded out from around him and coated every surface. And he looks like he's suddenly in a lot of pain. He's like, he's hunched over. He's like, <laughs> what, 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 what can I do? Mayveris says, he's technically, he can't cast magic, but the ritual that was, that made him the way he is wasn't complete. So in, in times of extreme emotionality, sometimes things can shatter it. It hurts him. Just stand back, give him a little bit of room. That's like the opposite thing that he wants to do right now. But Nellian kind of shifts back on his heels. and You are covered in snow, by the way. It's fucking, t- it's fucking cold as hell. Yeah. Um, I guess I just brush some of the snow off. I'm, 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 I'm here. I, he, he's gone. Dorian, uh, he almost, like, you can tell he wants to set the summons on fire. Uh, he's brushing the snow off his robe frantically, and he says, Leander, I'm not gonna let this happen, you know that, right? I'm not gonna let him just take you! And Leander can't answer, he's still hyperventilating. This is, like, going counter to everything Elian wants, because, like, all he wants to do is offer comfort. Mayvarius puts a hand on your shoulder, and she says, just wait until his magic calms down. Can you, can you see it? I don't know if non-mages are able to sense ambient magic, but... Uh, and let's actually see if there's a focus that might... I kind of doubt it. I think you have to be a mage, but... Actually, no, let's go with perception empathy. Okay. Ma- magic like this is governed by emotion. You have a very limited understanding of magic, obviously. Um, Accurate. You've only really known one mage, and she was like... Vivienne was the picture of control. She never let her magic get out of control. Uh, but you have heard rumors that when a mage is extremely emotional, stuff like this can happen. Um, and it isn't like, it isn't like, it isn't always bad. Like you just talked about how Lannan accidentally set <laughs> yeah. the tent on fire that one time. <laughs> yep. So it isn't always bad, but you think in this situation, it's really, really bad. Yeah. And yeah, touching a mage at this particular moment may not be the wisest idea. Yeah. I think since he can't touch, uh, can't touch him, he's just kind of gripping his own arm, um, kind of self-soothing. I guess eventually he would stand up when he sees that it's not helping at all to be down there with him. Dorian uh, is using uh, enchantments. He's like waving his hands in various directions and trying to like melt the fucking snow, which which only means that there's water all over the floor now. <laughs> A broom might be more helpful. It takes a little while for everyone. Like, there are a couple of mages. Like, Lannan comes down and he's like, what the fuck happened? And like, he starts helping to melt the snow, too. Uh, and Mayvaris is getting involved. And even Dalish stumbles in piss drunk and starts helping as well. All the mages in the premises are like, well, better better assist if I can. Yeah. Uh, and as all of this consternation is going on, trying to clean up the entry hall, uh, Leander, like, grips, like, the the hem of your sleeve. And he says... He's he's going to he's going to take. We won't let him. He always gets his. We won't. He always take 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 a breath. We won't let him. Dorian won't let him. It's the next morning. Leander is absent from breakfast. 
I think Elian brings him a tray for sure. We can just say that I leave it outside his door. I'm giving him space until he's ready. Yeah, he's uh he's been locked up in his room for a while now. And uh, you're not sure why. You leave a tray of breakfast and you just kind of leave it there and hope for the best. Pretty much. Uh, and everyone else the next morning... Dorian looks like there's a storm cloud over his head just the entire morning. Something they were stabbing at his food, like, fucking Ronin. Such a piece of shit. I can't believe he tried this fucking delivering a court summons himself. Oh, yes, very dramatic piece of shit. <laughs> I was, like, the only one that's not there, so I'm just, like, looking around, like, it was very cold last night. Dorian gives you a very snarling recap. He's like, Leander's former master decided to serve me a court summons for stealing his property. I see. He like aggressively saws a ham steak in half. <laughs> Iron Bull is next to him, just sort of like patting his back gently. He's like, "You want me to break his spine for you? I can break his spine." I want to do it myself. <laughs> Dory's like, apparently, there's gonna be a line. <laughs> Mayvera says, oh, "Well, I have some good news. Uh, a messenger from the Archon arrived this morning, and we've officially got." Uh, his writ, which means we should be ready to go to Weishaupt. Yay. <laughs> Don't all jump to volunteer at once. Sorry. It was a rough, rough evening. Um, no, that that's good. That's great. And she says, I think you should consider who you want to take with you. I think it's probably best. Like, the character select screen pops up and Leander is just grayed out. Like, you can't take Leander. He's uh yeah. He's having a bad day. Yeah. He doesn't want to go with you. So for sure, okay, so we're for sure going. Is Lannon for sure going? Yes. Okay, so Lannon is a non-combat ally. Okay. Um he is coming with you, but he ever since he lost his hand, like I don't know if you've ever tried to do magic with just one hand, it's hard. I've never tried to do magic with any of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> and Lennon will make that clear. Like over the table, he says, I am coming with you. I'll be, I'll pull whatever political strings I can for you, but you shouldn't count on me if the worst happens and we end up needing to fight something. So you should definitely bring someone besides me. And the char- like I said, the character select screen. So I always hated it when in Dragon Age, when they didn't tell you who you bring is excruciatingly important to the next scene <laughs> right so this is me the dm telling you who you choose to bring to weishaupt is excruciatingly important <laughs> god so consider it very carefully and like there are a lot of good choices like dorian and Maveris, they've got their magisters they've got some political pull fenris obviously is looking for hawk zevrin a uh, new ren and maybe you could use that to your advantage it's all you who you want to take with you so, discuss. Yeah, I was like, I don't know about y'all, but the way that I play is that I always bring a healer, and it just so happens that uh, it's the one that I want to romance this time. Ah. But <laughs> see, for me, I always bring a tank. Right. Yeah, I loved, we I could also, but tanks. that's what I was saying. I was like, we could also use a tank too in this situation because we are not that high level. <laughs> Who are we calling a tank in this? Is that um? Yeah, Telgen. I designed to be the tankiest tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Fenris is a pretty good tank. Yeah, I'm so my personal vote is Fenris. Yeah, I was like Fenris would be good because obviously he wants story wise it makes sense. Uh huh. And he knows at least a little bit about Hawk, so there's like some we can get it. Like there's something that we can possibly use. Like if we can get to Hawk, maybe that's going to help us. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh yeah. All you know about Hawk is that he went to Weishaupt Fortress about three years ago and didn't come back. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. he never came back. And yeah. I feel like if we show up and we're like, "Hey, dude with the dog sent us," that's not going to end uh, well. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I would say Fenris is a great option. Also, giant sword. Love that. Dog. Love dog. Yes. Cat. 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 Yeah, I was like, cat you... is there. Yes. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it comes down to either Magister, Tank, like, do we want the political upper hand, or do we, like, if we're gonna throw down, like, for sure. Part of me says that I want, like, a a political person there so they can just, like, waltz us through the door, because if we take Fenris, we're gonna have to figure out how to get in on our own. Yeah, we're still at his problem of... We have... (laughs) Well, you do have... You have the Inquisitor. You have a writ from the Archon. Right. Um, Those are both good. You don't know how intransigent the Grey Wardens are gonna be. Yeah. Mm. They could see the Inquisitor and a writ from the Archon and be like, wow, that's enough. Or they could be like, no, fuck off. And you'll need something extra. <laughs> nice piece of paper you got there. At that point, we just break in. That's easy. That's a <laughs> I feel like that's what Fenris would do. He'd be like, fuck this. I'm just going to like scale the walls. We're like, okay. Yeah, I think I, my vote's Fenris. You, you, y'all can outvote me. I'm torn because I, I think Mayveris would be helpful to have too. Are we going between Fenris and Mayveris? Is that the... It sounds like it's between Fenris and Mayveris. Yeah, yeah I think so. Mm. I kind of like the poeticism taking Zevran, but I think he's just going to be drunk and depressing. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, want to see your boyfriend's body? No, fuck off. He made it clear he kind of does want to see the grave as well. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of does, but he kind of doesn't. Look, there's a lot of people who want things. We can't <laughs> have all the things that we want. Right? <laughs> Can we play this the way that I would play it in a real game, where I take one and then I replay it again with another character? <laughs> no, that's not how this Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> points, for, points for asking, but no. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> no, no, my, my choice stays the same, but if you guys think Mayveris is the way to go, I will be outvoted and fine with that. Yeah, I was like, I don't think we've had her. We we haven't brought her along. We brought everybody else. And I was like, can we have? You've, you brought Mayveris along when you went to meet the Divine. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. The only the only character you haven't brought anywhere yet is Dorian. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. And he's also a good political choice. Mm-hmm. He's also a magister, but he's not a healer. He's uh, I put I built him as a like a a disruptor kind of mage. Mm-hmm. Like he he's the one that fucks up the enemies behind their lines. Ooh. Yeah. If Leander is staying, I don't want Dorian coming with us. I want him staying oh, with yeah. Leander. Like <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Dorian is like an angry dog with people he cares about. <laughs> we we noticed. We need we need we need that. I mean, also take into consider- consideration that Fenris can reach his arm into somebody and like take their heart out. That's cool as fuck. Mayveris um, can bring you dumb fuckers back to life, right? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, Mayveris can you know if we die, which we probably will. <laughs> yeah, I feel like another powerful mage who is a healer is gonna be the bigger draw for me. Okay, so it's two votes for Mayveris and one vote for Fenris. Hey friends, Tessa here. If you're desperate to hear the next episode, chances are good that you can by joining our Discord server. We post links to all episodes and pre-release, and you can even chat with us and listen live as we record. Join us by going to bit.ly slash cfcdiscord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. 
Crit Fail Club does not advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also like it, make a post on social media about it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash cfc channel, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.